Welcome back. This is pure lunacy. This past week has been a hot mess. Of course, everybody's been paying attention to the submarine that unfortunately imploded uh, over by the Titanic. But I think um, a lot of people haven't really been paying attention to how dire things really got in the world, specifically in Russia. There's a group called the Wagner Group. They are mercenaries led by a man named Evgeny Prigozhin who is a former convict and now a leader of these mercenaries, some say about 25,000 men. They have been part of the Ukraine fight on Putin's side. He was a Putin sympathizer. But just this past week, a few days ago, suddenly, out of nowhere, they turned around and started a march towards Moscow, basically telling Putin that they were gonna take over. Now, some state that there have been some arguments between the generals, the Russian generals, and how they move forward in Ukraine, and uh, Evgeny and the mercenaries in Ukraine. They want to get this thing done, and some are saying that the generals in Russia are trying to enrich themselves. Nevertheless, I know that it seems like this doesn't impact us, but everything in the world always does. And as I always tell my students, for those who don't know I am a professor, you may not have an interest in politics, but politics always has an interest in you. So let's connect the dots here. Putin is a gentleman who some would not call necessarily a gentleman, some would call a dictator, in Russia who has been in power for many, many years. I'm not going to break down the whole, you know, Putin, Medvedev, and the Constitution. We can go into that another day. But long story short, he has been in power for a long time. He he kind of rules. He, he doesn't, you know, allow democracy to really function there. But he rules with a heavy hand in Russia. And he, of course, is the reason that Russia has gone into Ukraine. Now, we can always go into the Ukraine politics. For those who have been following Pure Lunacy, you've seen some of the commentary that I've already made on that. But thing to notice is this. Russia is a big supplier for Europe when it comes to natural gas, when it comes to grains. Ukraine is a country that provided a lot of grains to Europe. So a lot of this connects to Europe in terms of just raw materials that are needed to function as uh, first world countries in, in that continent. Now, how does that connect to the U.S.? Well, you know, we do business with, you, with the Ukraine, not only Ukraine, but Europe and those countries, England, France, so on and so forth. So if their economy is affected, then our economy is affected. You see, the U.S. has very little that we manufacture nowadays. We do manufacture, but we need to just be honest. China is the juggernaut. We've allowed China to become the juggernaut of the world when it comes to manufacturing. So in terms of how we function as a country and how our economics uh, you know, is dependent on other countries, it really does have to do with uh, the financial aspect, the U.S. dollar being traded. Now, if if European countries fall economically, socially, if they are impacted by the country that they depend on, which is Russia, Eastern Europe, to provide the goods they need, and they can't function in an economic manner with the US, then it's a domino effect. And we can't function, and we have difficulty with what we need to do. And if that occurs, then we can't pay our manufacturer and who we depend on, which is China. Side note, if you haven't been paying attention, China and Russia have both been 
in cahoots attempting to remove the US dollar as the currency of trade in the world. Side note, that's something that the US holds as an important power. And every time we talk about the debt limit and the US government shutting down because our US Congress is playing Texas Hold'em instead of passing laws and doing their job, um, what we do is we jeopardize our authority in the world. For those who don't recognize, that's why we have certain privileges for certain folks in our country, we recognize, of course, that not everybody has that privilege. There's plenty of poverty and disparity in the United States. But in general, the general social construct of the U.S. is dependent on this international uh, connections, per se. So if you're connecting the dots and you know I'm very giving very high level this is not uh, a college course that I'm teaching here I'm just giving some opinion um, the reality is this if Prigozhin had really gone into you into Moscow and really started a civil war I need folks to understand that it would not be a civil war just between two Russian groups it would be influenced by outside countries if we rewind in the United States, we had our own civil war. And if people remember, we had certain countries supporting certain sides when the civil war occurred here in the US. So um, if that were to occur in Russia, it'd be the same thing. We'd have certain countries on certain sides playing, playing the game. Uh, fortunately, it also causes great loss and death and despair because war is evil, but you know, Unfortunately, um, our young go to war and fight the battles of old men, as we all know. So, fortunately for the Russian people, um, Evgeny Prigozhin decided to step away. And to be honest, he really probably just cut a deal. He, he cut a deal. Lushenko in Belarus said, okay, guys, it's okay. He, he can come over here. Putin has said, okay, he's decided to go. For those who don't know, there was a preliminary bombing. The um, Russian Air Force was called in its full force by Putin to go against Prigozhin. And apparently there was a bombing, I think, on a bridge. About 2,000 of the mercenaries passed away. So ultimately, Prigozhin has gotten away for now. I think what he realized was Putin wasn't about to play this game. He was about to wipe them off the face of the earth and he said, oops, my bad. Now, of course, there are memes out there who say the CIA got involved and other entities got involved. I'm, I'm sure, of course, that this is how a lot of these um, international politickings occur. But what we do recognize is this. Uh, Prigozhin better watch his back. <clears throat> Putin is a man who will definitely get his he definitely believes in vengeance and that it's his. So Prigozhin's life, his days are numbered. Now, the, the, the scary thing is this. It may have started a, maybe not a fire, but an ember of disdain that may grow in the future against Putin. So pay attention to how Russia moves in the future with any type of dissidence um, and how it will impact Putin's move in Eastern Europe. To think that Ukraine is the final stop, it's, it's probably not. 
It's probably not. And all the while, all the while, China has been very quiet. And I think we really need to pay attention to that because sooner than not, they're probably gonna invade Taiwan and that's gonna be a whole other mess for another day. We can definitely have that conversation. But ultimately, this is pure lunacy. And I think that as much as, you know, folks this past week have been talking about the submarines or, you know, the NBA draft picks or whatever else, always remember that there are big plays occurring in the world. And it does, it does have an impact on our day, everyday life. And so pay attention. And although we don't have a direct impact on how we as a country function in terms of making the very specific direct decisions. We do have a direct impact on selecting the people that do, and we have an upcoming election in 2024. So folks, pay attention. Decide wisely, because this is pure lunacy. Thanks y'all, I'll talk to you soon.